What's up, everyone? Welcome to this day in Philly sports history for November 24th, 2022. Happy Thanksgiving. Just want to say thank you for spending some of your Thanksgiving with me. Be sure to share with your family as they come over. Tell your crazy uncle to subscribe and like and help out my algorithm. Maybe he can explain to you what it means. Um, you never know. Those crazy uncles always, always have it together. Um, but I am thankful for all of you. I'm thankful that I'm able to, to have this platform to even do this. It's been about almost three months now, and it's been a lot of fun. Something I look forward to doing every morning. Um, glad my wife and family support me in this. So happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful you thankful for you and i appreciate it quick sixers update they lost 107 to 101 to the hornets and i mean no harm no foul there they didn't really have anybody playing so eh, i mean what's frustrating is they were i was watching some of this game and they were able to they were able to win they like they had a lead and let them kind of come back the hornets come back in um but it is what it is they get a nice little um little rest now and uh hopefully they get to enjoy the thanksgiving break and get healthy um hopefully that means harden and Embiid are one step coming to coming back um but Flyers lost again in overtime for the eighth straight time, and unfortunately, this is what we're going to probably see from them. Just like I was talking to the guy last week, they're coming down. Um, they're coming back down to earth, and all the other teams are catching up, which is good because we want them to get one of those top three, um, top three draft picks in in the lottery. So. Hopefully they continue to show some promise, but not too much where they're, they're losing that draft status. Um, also, Bryce Harper had successful surgery last night, or uh, not last night, the night before on his elbow. And I'm not really sure where we stand on that. I heard he could be back in mid-May. Then I'm hearing like the All-Star break. So um, I bet... It probably means he can probably, mid-May, he's going to basically be his spring training and he should be ready closer to the All-Star break. I don't think he's going to be able to play in the field till later in the season, but the sooner we can get him back in that lineup. And if, if he's shown us anything over the past couple of years with his injury, like last year with the thumb, he's he's going to battle and come back. So it wouldn't surprise me if he does come back uh, by June. But wish him a speedy and, and quick recovery for that. All right, so today we're going back to the year 2000, and one of my favorite uh, Temple teams, uh, the the 2000-2001 team, they took on the Duke Blue Devils, who were ranked number two in the preseason NIT final, Uh, and they lost a nail-biter, a close one, 63-61. I remember being at this game, or I'm sorry, was not at this game. Scratch that. I'm thinking too far ahead, and I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. But I remember watching this game, and they were up six points, I think, with like four minutes left. And this was a stacked Duke team. Um, so we, we thought, okay, maybe we can pull this off. And not only was it we're pulling off the upset of the number two team in the country, it's Duke. Everybody except for Duke fans hates Duke. Like, And I can't say that for a lot of people. Like, I think everybody hates the Cowboys. Unless you're a fan of those teams, you hate the Cowboys. You hate Duke. I think you hate the Lakers, the Yankees. Um like there, like there are certain teams where it's just like, yeah, they're they're not my team, but I hate them. 
But like Duke is top three for me when it comes to that. So like to have that feeling and that thought that you're going to beat them was awesome. And then obviously they became Duke again and kind of shut down Temple. And they came back. Uh, Carlos Boozer had 26. Uh, they also had Jay Williams on that team. Battier, Mike Dunleavy Jr. I mean they were they were a good team. But to ho- hold them to 63 points and only lose by two when you were in it. Um, it was good for this team because they were coming off the disappointment the year before when they were the two seed and got knocked out by um, Seton Hall. Uh, they did lose like uh, Pepe was gone, Carter was gone, Lamont Barnes was gone, but a lot of these young guys like they they wanted to get over that. So this was a huge huge momentum booster that for an early season game like that, or so we thought. Um, Lynn Greer led the Owls with 15. Kevin Ladd had 12. Alex Wesby threw in 10. Wadley, Quincy Wadley and uh, David Hawkins were also on that team. Unfortunately, they were ice cold that day. And that was sort of what that season, like that was the epitome of that season. Um, Greer was solid. I think Kevin Ladd had a, a pretty good year that year as well. Uh, Wesby was hit or miss, but Wadley and Hawkins were like those next two guys. And when they were on, like Temple was unbeatable. When they couldn't hit a shot, it, it got pretty bad. Um, but on this day, 2000, Temple loses to number two, Duke, 63-61. Now, the reason I said I was at that game is because these two teams then played nine days later in what was their originally scheduled game at the First Union Center. And this time it was all Duke. Um Basically, as great a defense as they played in the preseason NIT, they did the opposite down at the FU Center. Like that, Duke went 17 for 30 from three. And in doing the research, that tied their team record. I don't know where it stands now. I quite frankly, I don't care. Like I'm not. It's Duke. I don't care. But they went 17 for 30 from three point land, and you're not going to beat anybody if you're giving up 17 threes. And that was sort of the the kryptonite to John Chaney's matchup zone. When it was on, forget about it. Like that, he was it was suffocating. But you got a hot shooter or a hot shooting team, and I, I don't know how many times like seeing guys just, especially guys on Duke, hit those shots, those big threes, time after time, just like daggers in your heart. Three, three, three. Um, but I remember being at this game and just being like, Jesus, they, like, they're not missing. Um, so it was kind of an up and down year for, for the Owls. And they would make it to the Elite Eight, though. They ended up with the 11 seed. They won the A-10 tournament. I think it was one of those times where they were borderline making the tournament if they didn't win the Atlantic 10. So they won the Atlantic 10, and they, they got hot in the tournament. They beat, I, I think Penn State was one of the teams they beat. Florida, um, I'm trying, I, there was another t- bigger team that they, maybe it was like Purdue or Vanderbilt or a team like that. Like I just, one of those teams is are just always there. Before they finally lost to Michigan State in the Elite Eight, um, I just remember it was just one of my favorite teams just because it was my last team at Temple with season tickets and all that. Um, I was there for two of John Chaney's Elite Eight teams, so very happy and, and excited to see that. And like I just remember like that it's different now, and I've talked about this earlier in the week where they went and focused on football at the right time, and they just – 
It was the right decision, just it didn't work out the right way. But man, there's nothing like a, a when I was there, a Temple basketball tournament run when they were good and had a shot to to kind of make it. And I feel like under John Cheney, it didn't matter what seed they had, who they were playing, where they were playing, they always had a shot to make a run. And that's part of what he did and the way he trained them early in the season with the tough schedule. I'm hoping to see more of that out of Aaron McKee. He, there was an attempt. They started to do that this year. I mean, they, they came out of it two and four. Um, but hopefully they can get on a nice little run like the old school Chaney days. But on this day, two th- on this day in the year 2000, Temple lost to Duke 63-61 in the preseason NIT. Duke would go on to win the entire thing. Temple went to the Elite Eight that year. So two pretty deep tournament teams um, playing in an early preseason NIT tournament final, which is always fun to see. Good college basketball is good college basketball. So happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your football today. If you're looking for an interesting bet or two, I like the favorites on the money line as a parlay. So I like the Bills, Cowboys, and Vikings on a money line parlay. However, I do like a three-team teaser where you tease the Bills down, you tease the Cowboys down, but tease the Patriots up. So you have the Cowboys minus three and a half, the Giant or uh, I'm sorry, the Bills minus three and a half, Cowboys minus three, and then the Patriots plus nine. So just if you're looking for a little action today, uh, there's not much football um the world cup but enjoy your thanksgiving be safe out there uh again i'm very thankful for all of you for being here listening and until next time i'll see you when i see you